Welcome, everybody, to the Sonoma Spiel. It's a lovely almost spring day in Sonoma, and uh, the hills are green, the mustard's growing. I saw a big, enormous hawk looking for a snack on my drive-in today, uh, and he was not looking for a good restaurant. He was looking for a, a rodent or something. But today, today, listeners, I have a very special guest. And I know every time I say this, Tim, you always say you have a very special guest, but this time I absolutely mean it. She's from an incredible, amazing museum. Uh, it's one of, one of the only kind in the world, as far as I know. It's dedicated to the art uh, of, a, of a comic strip artist, but also the art of the comic strip from somebody who was here in Santa Rosa. Introduce yourself, Gina. Hi, Tim. It's <laughs> Hi, great Gina, to be welcome. here with the best host I've ever oh, worked really? with. Oh, it's you're, a you're, pleasure. No, you're, actually, you're hired. I'm... I yeah. like working you're with hired. them. You're fun. And uh, you're with the Charles Schultz Museum? I'm with the Charles Schultz Museum. Charles M. M. Schultz Museum? Charles oh. M. Schultz Museum. Okay. And Research Center. <laughs> and uh, where is that located? It's uh, in the heart of Santa Rosa. Okay. Um, it's just up the road here. Up the road. About, about 35 minutes, I think, or so, 40 yep. minutes. And, uh, That's right. According to tourism people, though, it's, you know, it's like five minutes up the road. Just go right it's, up there. But it's a beautiful drive. Oh, because there's the hawk looking for a snack. And you will see hawks <laughs> looking for snacks on the way. It's, All the it's way a lovely rural drive. Um, Gina, what, what do you do at the Charles Schultz Museum? Um, I'm their executive director. Oh, you're the boss. I'm the you're, boss. You're the boss. You're I'm like, the boss. Uh, and I you can have, do all the fun things. Exactly. Like spreadsheets. Right. And podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. Well, podcasts are the fun part. Exactly. Exactly. Um, um, and um, what is the Charles Schultz Museum? Is it a museum just about, and actually, let's start with that. What is the Charles Schultz Museum, and who the heck is Charles Schultz? Because people might not know who Charles Schultz was. No, that's no. fair. That's okay. great. It's a great question. Um, the Charles Schultz Museum is all about the art and life of a man named Charles M. Schultz. Okay. And he was uh, this guy who created Snoopy and Charlie Brown. Okay. And the rest of the Peanuts gang. Okay. Um, the If you're... Uh, familiar with them, then you're right. good. If you're not familiar <laughs> with them, um, you can think back to when your grandparents or somebody sat you in front of a TV set for right. Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, Halloween, and there's this specials on the air. Right. And they talked about the Great Pumpkin and and Thanksgiving specials where you had right. popcorn oh. and toast and yep. jelly beans instead yes. of turkey. Um, what, and Christmas is you have a really terrible tree. Right. A the terrible Charlie tree. Brown Christmas tree. A Charlie Brown. Christmas tree that's Which, one little stick it's, with it's a red scraggly. ball scraggly and it's hanging over it's top heavy with one red ball hanging and over. the ball like it completely crushes the tree it's it's a but sad it's, it's a sad tree but it's it's stuck with people they can relate to that exactly so this guy Charles Schultz I was a comic strip artist, I guess. Yes. And he wrote a comic strip called Peanuts. Yes. Was that, my kids were asking, was that the first time he tried to be a comic strip artist or did he have other things that didn't quite catch on and and then Peanuts is what made him famous, right? Yes, definitely. He was very tenacious. He didn't just walk into it and voila, he had, um, you know, 26,000 newspapers, whatever. He started out, he started off, he, he went, he was in World War II. He came back as a GI, didn't have a job, played golf a lot until they found a job, right? (laughs) I mean, because, well, because it was hard for the guys back in the time. They couldn't find, there's a lot of young men looking for work. Right. Um, But he was, he wanted to be a comic 
he wanted to be a cartoonist, and his dad was a barber, so that was a little crazy. To his that. dad was a barber. His dad was a barber. Okay, oh, put that away. His dad was a put barber. Put that away, yes. because there's going to be a discussion, I think, about yes. like, one of his characters. Fair enough. Okay. It's a great it's a good So book. Charles Schultz, who's, I think his nickname was... Sparky. Sparky. And it was named after, he was named at two, two days old after a, a comic strip character. Oh. The Barney Google comic strip had a horse. It was a terrible horse, not a good horse, and it tried to run these Races, but its name was Sparky. He was named. He was after named after a comic a car- strip, a cartoon character horse. in a comic strip. Yes. What a what, thanks, mom and dad. Right. Well, I mean, not, not Charles. Like, I of think course, it was his uncle who who he actually suggested it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he like it was meant to be. It was meant to be a cartoonist. So he right. comes back. He tries to letter in comic books. Oh, okay. He became a letterer, and then he um, he actually got twelve things in the Saturday Evening Post. Oh, okay. Be, and so that was what, and that panels? was at the time a huge national publication, yes, right? Yes. So that exactly. was a big deal for a young man. To yes. Be. And how yes. old was he? Like in his early twenties? Yes. Well, he's probably in his later 20s because he had to go okay. to the war. Okay. So that took up a chunk of his early 20s. Right. But yes, he's about 25, 26 at okay. this point. And he's just looking for work. So he ends up at the art instruction school. So if anybody knows what an art instruction school is, it's it's that, oh, my dad did this, but mm-hmm. you mail away and you get art instruction that comes to you weekly or monthly. Like a and you do all course. It's a correspondence course for art. And so he did that before he went to the war because he was too shy to go somewhere in person. Got it. Okay. And anyway, long story short, he goes back and and fills in for a couple days and they they hire him. So he's grading people's artwork um, in Chicago when he was He was He was hired to grade... The yes. other students' artwork. Yes, yes. So once he would, had, once he had come back from the war. Right, so you be, so you get mailed this this kit, and then you would do the art. Yes. And you would mail your art back. Yes. This is before copy machines. Yes. So you were trusting these people. Yes. To with your artwork. Y- yes. And then when they like, probably, I'm sure they would mail it back with. Yeah, the grades? I think yes, they did. They mailed it back with your grade. Okay. And and Sparky Charles Schultz right. was that person who did that, and he was very involved in that. But of course, he always had like three irons in the fire. Okay. He was doing other things. He was trying to get syndicated. He kept sending his. He just kept sending things and sending things out. And finally, he got one. He got one deal, and it was the. Um, St. Paul Pioneer Press. Okay. And he had a one panel strip in that. And it was called Little Folks. Okay. okay. And so he did that. Okay. And um, and then he wanted to get a raise. Okay. As you do. He was like <laughs> 26 or 27. He's like, come on. You know, yeah, like, I'm a, I'm I, need a published a, I need a raise. Comic strip guy with one whole panel. And the yeah. editor said, no. Publisher. No. I made it in the publisher. He said, no. No. So he said, well, I'm going to quit. And he said, go ahead. And so he did. So he quit. He quit. He said, take this job and he he quit. He left. He thought he needed more than that. And Wait a minute. Where where was he living at this time? He was in St. Paul. In St. Paul. Okay. Yeah. So it was his, so it was his, his hometown paper. paper. Yeah. Okay. He quit, and uh, right. so, and then soon after, he got syndicated um, by um, United Features Syndicate at the time, and he got seven newspapers. So in 1950, okay. he got seven papers. Were they all in the Midwest, or were they kind of? They like- were spread out in different okay. places. Okay. But but the thing that's that was sort of Charlie Brown esque about it. Mm-hmm. Charlie, if you don't know the Peanuts comic strip, Charlie Brown's kind of the guy who gets he gets a lot of hard times. Like his yeah. kite always gets caught in the tree. Right. He he tries to to talk to the little red hair girl and he's too embarrassed. He's, he's kind of a sad sack. Kind of loses Lucy, all the football Lucy games. Lucy tries the, to kick the uh, tell him to kick the ball. And he falls for it every time. Like hold of the ball. Yes. She yanks it away at the last minute. Yes. But he's tenacious. Right. And he never gives up. But. 
So anyway, at the time, the comics were huge back in the okay. 1950s, and people had a lot of space on that comics page. Okay. Well, Charles Schultz gets the space saver strip, so it's like oh. four postage stamp panels that he has to do it, and everybody else has these much bigger. So they were a little more detailed. A little more, yes. I mean, oh. so so he kind of has the Charlie Brown of the comics, and they're like, oh, you can like you know stack it on top of each other. You can like stick it next to the horoscopes. You can right. put it in the back of the newspaper. <laughs> you don't have to have it on the comics. You can just page. put it right there on the fish wrap. This. Right, right, exactly. So oh, no. here he is. He gets this like terrible sort of, I mean, deal, but. Right. Opportunity. But, but he makes it into an opportunity. Okay. So he becomes very efficient. He only does what's necessary. Mm. His stuff stands out on the page because he's minimalist about how he draws. Got so it. when you see all this finely detailed stuff, Charles Schultz's strip is kind of smart alecky at the time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I would say, and um, it's unique it's like your eye minimal. sees it because it's the white it. space it jumps off the page Clever. so i don't know if he meant to do that he was right. trying to tell a story mm-hmm. and he thought with this format the best way i can do it is do little moments in mm-hmm. in the mo- in between time mm-hmm. so he talks about those things like um that we all relate to because it's like human things that we all can relate to no matter where in the world we are Mm. and you see yourself in the strip and it's these Mm. tiny moments of everyday life that he sort of picked on because that's all he had he didn't have enough space to really do to anything develop else. a long you yeah. know what's that uh, yeah. prince caspian narrative or whatever those, those um, prince valiant prince valiant thank yes, you which is still around <laughs> yeah so, well i was trying to think like he his strip is still running y- yes I, I mean charles schultz yes. himself passed away some years ago 20 years ago 22 and, years ago and, but his strip is i think been and it has never stopped running it's been right. a syndication it's always since. yes absolutely. and it had this popularity i think Gina, you hit on something that and maybe even back then, but he had universal themes yes. that applied across cultures and, yes. and places. And even yes. though they were, every character is either a child or a bird or a dog or a dog's brother. I'm trying to think. Of There's the, no adults in the strip. They're not no allowed. Adults. They were. He tried them and they didn't work. Oh, really? Are so there strips for those adults? He actually drew some strips with adults not in peanuts. He did in, if there's a few strips in peanuts. There's uh-huh. 18,000 strips, 50 years of strips. But <laughs> there are, he started with some adults and then he went, no, this doesn't work. Because mm. the adults just, the, he didn't want to deal with them. I don't okay. know why. He just didn't think they worked. So he left, they could not be in the strip anymore. So okay. adults okay. will never be in the strip. They're always off screen. Right. Um, and he just thought, yeah, let's not have them in there. Okay. Which is great because okay. you're kind of in this world right. of these kids who actually have adult thoughts. It's what's well, the universal, right? Like yeah. you've got like um, one character named Linus who is kind of a philosopher mm-hmm. slash younger brother to Lucy who's mm-hmm. kind of a bully or fuss budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Schroeder who plays the piano. And he's passionate and he's <laughs> about his piano <laughs> About his piano but doesn't notice it. Uh, is it Sally that likes Lucy. him? Lucy. Oh, Lucy likes yeah. him. Sorry. Oh, Sally has a crush on Linus. Yes. Okay. You got it right. You got and all the unrequited I, love down. <laughs> well, speaking of unrequited love, yes. Charlie Brown yes. loves a red-headed girl. Yes, the little red-haired girl. We never see the she's little red-haired beautiful. girl, do we? Do no, we but we her? think she's gorgeous. I love this. For a reason, right? And and, and it's unrequited because it's meaning, you know, for for those listening along at home, I guess, that it's not re, it's not re, given back. He, yeah. It's a one-way crush. Yes. Just like all sixth grade crushes are, you know, like yes. you have this crush on this person and they don't even know I exist. Um, what was the story of the red-haired girl? Well, it actually came from his real life. 
Okay. So, so he, when he was at the art instruction school, mm-hmm. he met this girl named Donna Wald, mm-hmm. and she had beautiful red hair. Wow. And uh, he started dating her. In fact, well, I got to talk to her once on the phone. Oh. They would go out. This is pretty cute. They would make pancake batter, and they would go out to the river. I don't know why. And they would make pancakes on the side of the riverbank. I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> I don't know if this is a euphemism that you're starting to catch no, on. You're no, like looking it's back. So at, cute. Hmm. No, they would make no, pancakes on the side of the river. Made, they and they just feed ducks. Made pancake. I think they ate them. They ate the pancakes. You know, it's it's look. It's after we're, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I, I love it. It's so romantic it. and it's and so, so quirky. It's, it's so like uh, yeah, it is different. It's I so feel different. like. That would be like a Coen Brothers movie when they go on a date or something like that. It's like, this is kind of weird, but of course we're making pancakes, pancakes. on the side of our And river. he liked pancakes, I found Who doesn't out. like pancakes? I, I, I love pancakes. We're going to circle back to that when no, I ask you more questions. No, we're not going to talk questions. about it. So, yeah. um, so I was just going to say that, so she, he asked her to marry him when he first got syndicated. Okay. He came back and uh, asked her so to marry him, and she said... No. She said no. She, said, she married the, she was dating sort of another guy who was a firefighter. Very practical and, and has a future and a pension. Exactly. It's not right. an artist who we don't know what's going to right. happen. So. so he had his own apartment and I think that oh. one out over Sparky who oh. was, you know. Was he living at home? Like, he, yeah, Sparky was living with his dad <laughs> at the time. In the St. Paul area, In the St. Paul, okay. Minneapolis area. So, yeah, so she, so, um, so so the other guy won mm. and he used that a lot yeah. right because that little red hair girl was some real that good inspiration that stuck with him it did but and that's just like those just like those moments from first grade to sixth grade stick with you totally well how or longer how, 20 years 20 years how yeah. old how old were they are the kids in peanuts you think Do oh seven eight six seven, seven eight okay yeah, they, yeah i don't think they specifically say their ages mm-hmm. but but they don't they, like, do they don't get old in that right yeah like us we right <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> How long have you been at the Schultz Museum? How long have you worked there? Uh, I'm only five. Because so <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a Santa Rosa native. You're a Sonoma County I person, am, right? I yeah. am, I am. I grew up, in, I was born in Sebastopol and oh, you grew up were? in okay. Santa Rosa, went to school in Santa Rosa, went to... Montgomery or, or Santa Rosa High? Um, or Well, Ursuline? it's now defunct. Yes, oh, Ursuline. Okay, so go Bears? The Ursuline Bears? Yeah. The Ursuline Bears. The Bears. How, wow. Well, Ursa, right, the bear, Greek word for bear, so that one's, you can get that. I'm just impressed that you would know that. Ursuline bears, yeah. I could hardly remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you gotta gotta know these things. Yeah, Um, I should have. All right, so you, you, you started out at Schultz Museum as an intern. How did you, how did you get there? How did, um, how does someone like you end up in some place like that? Right. Like what happened there? Right. Yeah. I was actually in Whole Foods and I ran into the director, Karen Johnson. So, um, for real? At the t- yeah, with my two year old was running away from me, and I ran into Karen Johnson, who was the director at the time, uh-huh. and she and she had just come back from New York, and I said, "Oh my gosh, you're back from New York, and you're running this museum." And she said, "Yeah, I was just thinking about you." I said, "Really?" And she said, yeah, are you looking for a job? I go, yeah, I just lost my job. I actually, I have to find another job because, right. yeah, it's long were, story were you, short. Were you in the wine business before this? Or? No. So what I did before, I was always in marketing. Okay. Um, so I actually, I ran the downtown market when it was the Thursday okay. night market. Okay. In Santa Rosa. Out of the Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I went and became the marketing director for the Santa Rosa Plaza. Oh. And then I wanted to have kids and that wasn't okay. going to work full time. Right. So I, I went to TV 50, if anybody can okay. remember that. So I was the marketing director for TV 50. And then that just did not work. So okay. I actually 
quit and became an independent contractor and did okay. some work for um, Nancy Burton, who ran um, some associations. Okay. Anyway, so that's what happened. She was retiring. Gotcha. I needed a different job. And I ran into Karen Johnson, who used to run the Volunteer Center of Sonoma County. Got it. Okay. And I had met her before because I right. had worked in the, in the area in for world. a long time. Right. And so she said, I was thinking about you. And I was like, huh, I was thinking about you. And so anyway, I... Ended up getting the job as the okay. marketing director there. Okay. So and the answer is hang out at Whole Foods to you find the let job. Let your two year old take off on you unannounced and you'll run into people you'd never or thought you The two year old will run into the person. Yes, she did. And you're like, oh, she got hey, me the job. Good for her. My 20 year old daughter. Oh, so now that was, now we, now we know how long ago that was. It's a long about, time ago. About 18 years ago. Yeah. Um, and going back to the museum experience itself. Is it only about Charles mm-hmm. Schultz's life? Is it about peanuts, or is it what's what's the like? What's the story? Sure, what do we got? There? It's mostly about the art and life of Charles Schultz and his inspirations and who he's inspired. But it's also about cartooning, mm-hmm. and it's also about inspiration, and it's about art. So okay. I think all of those things together um, sort of show you what it's about. So it's sort of like history museum of Charles Schultz. Yes. It's sort of like art museum of the work of Charles Schultz yes. related to peanuts. Yes. But then it's also about the art and the world of comics mm-hmm. and comic strips. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird. You guys have also done exhibits on things that were related to Peanuts, but are more of like of the time. My example yes. being, I think you had, I'm going to mispronounce this name, Isaac Mizrahi did a dress that was yellow that yes. was based off of yes. uh, Woodstock, one of your yellow bird characters. Yes. And it was like fashion of Peanuts. Yes, yes. So, um, yes. And I'm, I'm blanking on the name of that exhibition, yeah. but... Um, yes, we have had fashion. We've okay. had Charles Schultz had so many topics. It's so easy to talk about. We had politics. We right. do environmental things. Right. Um, we talk about unrequited love, which everyone right. can relate to mostly. Right. right. Um, and I mean, all the things he talked about. So many things that we can just. And was was do. he one of the first uh, mainstream? comic book artist to introduce a, a, a black character, yes, Franklin. Yes, he was, actually. After speaking to yes. MLK? Or, uh, no. Um, sorry. Her, uh, her name was... Um, I'm stuck with Donna Wald, which okay. is not correct. Um, hold on. It'll come to us. It was it was after the assassination of Martin Luther King. Oh, after they said, okay. And she was writing to quite a few people and saying, please, we need to do something here. We need to do something. Mm-hmm. And she got a hold of Charles Schultz by letter. Hmm. And he said, well, I don't, I, 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 I'm afraid I don't know enough. Like, I mm-hmm. would be disparaging, or I don't know right. if would, I would do it right. He would make a mistake or Yeah, he wasn't sure. Right. But then she had some friends um, that were high up in the industry who uh, were black, and they said, oh, no, you should do it. You okay. should definitely do it. So he felt encouraged. Mm-hmm. He felt like it was the right thing to do, and he did it. Mm-hmm. And then he, um, and then the time he had problems is when he had Franklin, which is he created Franklin, the mm-hmm. character Franklin, and he put him in the classroom with Peppermint Patty. Mm-hmm. And that's when the Southern editor said, no, nah, you can't do this. Oh, so this was prior to some of the school desegregation Right. There was moments. still that those things happening. And so, so, And he said, sorry, you, can, you need to put my cartoon strip in as I have it. So, so, he, he, so he, oh yes, he's fought for it, for interesting. sure. Okay. Which is wonderful because I can't tell you how many people, like mm-hmm. Al Roker, mm-hmm. um, Rob Armstrong, people mm-hmm. who are black, who said, I finally saw myself interesting in a major 
cartoon strip, and I right. felt like that, you know, I am seen, I am heard. Right, and they're there. And, and that was important. And I'm sure there certainly were already black comic book characters, right? Like in so, yes, like, um, so my favorite but, was Wee Pals okay. from uh, Maury Turner. Okay. And okay. Um, I don't know, it's called Kid Power. I bought that book when I was, I don't know, my, I just remember my dad saying to the priest at church, yeah, she believes in Kid Power. And I was like, yeah, what, what, what am I, what's wrong? What am I not getting? So um, anyway, yes. So Maury Turner um, was doing that and he and Sparky, he was a black artist who was oh, drawing black characters, okay. which is great. But Were they in mainstream he, publications It was in mainstream, but Charles Schultz and Franklin helped make, it, it just rose, it just, um, okay, more you know, rise the, the, the waters. Everybody right. was all, in all, all boats rise to the tide all kind of thing. All boats rise to the top. Yeah. Something, it's not, <laughs> all boats rise to the cream of wrong the cream. wrong with that. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. So that, okay, and, and that's what I'm saying back to your exhibits that they, they're not just, here's this oh, like yeah. kid in a classroom. Right. Here's right. this theme. You had right. a theme about the Apollo missions. Yes. They brought um, Snoopy. No, they brought Charlie Brown. So. The capsules within the space. Yes. Apollo 10 was okay. the, was the like dress rehearsal for Apollo 11 when they actually stepped onto the moon. Okay. So they they named um, one of the mod the the lunar module Charlie Brown and the and the other one Snoopy. Oh, so they went up there and they actually practiced with the modules. And yes, stuff like that. they did. Ah, so okay. they they kind of dusted the top of them. They didn't they didn't they didn't get out. Okay. They actually had their dress rehearsal for that. There was interesting. And yes, and Charles Schultz like you know he it was a. You know, you didn't know if it was going to make it. Like, yeah. what if they blew up and they were named Snoopy and Charlie Brown? Yeah, it's kind of But sketchy. he said, if they're courageous enough, these astronauts put their lives on the line, I'm going to put my characters' okay. lives on the line. Okay, well, that's great. So we've actually had astronauts from those Apollo missions come to the museum. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, like, that was amazing. So now we have some new news oh. that's just recent. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Well, almost the first. Go ahead. Yeah. So they, so the Artemis mission that just went up in yes. space, All right. they had Sparky's pen nib. And so that, we're just going to unveil that. Because what is they, a pen nib? So, so a pen nib is the top of a, of a pen. Okay. That is, and you dip it in ink. Oh, Charles okay. Schultz, actually, his ink pen that he used. He used like a dipping pen? A dipping pen with India ink. Oh, wow. With a, yes. That's with old a, school. Okay. Right? So the nib, the okay. top that goes Got into it. the holder, mm-hmm. was flown in space in the Artemis okay. uh, mission. And so we're going to unveil it. We're going to open it up from all the wrappings that they put in space. <laughs> and we're going to do that, I don't know, in a couple. That's cool. Whenever we, we can get Jeannie here, because we went Jean Schultz, who Got started it. the museum, and Charles Schultz's widow. Got it. Um, she is going to open it up. But the other thing that's so cool is the gravity indicator was a Snoopy plush. What? So it actually, when it <laughs> Wait, when it the, rose the up. highly calibrated system yes. to show if the gravity was a zero yes. or one was, was a, a Snoopy, Snoopy plush. The kind that you can buy at the gift shop well, at the show. Well, it's kind of special because it had its own astronaut okay. like jacket and And it was probably everything. like sanitized or something it, like oh, that. Oh, I'm so, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm sure. Right. But that is going to be traveling around and then we get, and then the museum, it's coming to the museum. So wait, do they just put on a little table a plush doll and it starts floating? Yes, like you're literally. If you see it floating in the air, sometimes low tech is the best tech, right? A Snoopy plush, isn't that the best? I like that. So that's coming to us too in about a year or so. Okay, yeah. we have a, a bunch of rotating exhibits. Yes, all the time. What I I like about your it's a museum, but it's not just a museum, right? I've, obviously, I know you guys go through great lengths to talk about this, but you have spun out other artists who have been there, yes. I believe, working or sure. known about you. Or One, um, he didn't directly work for you. He worked for the syndicate next door with 
uh, he was a lawyer. Yes. And he's a local guy. Yes. Um, and he has some of my favorite characters currently on there, yes. like Jeff the Cyclist and <laughs> Timmy and Pig. Uh, Stefan Pastis. Yes. Um, Stefan. With, uh, with Pearls Before Swine. Yes. Uh, and he lives here in Sonoma County. Uh, and occasionally he'll make jokes that are like Sonoma County in-jokes mm-hmm. that you can kind of catch, mm-hmm. which I kind of love. But, yeah. but he was kind of influenced by the work of Charles Schultz, Definitely. right? Because he was a lawyer. He was a like lawyer. literally like a copyright lawyer, an intellectual property lawyer, or something. Some kind you know, of one of those soulless some, people. When you when you just have to be at a desk all day, <laughs> and it's not it's not fun. You're not drawing. Yeah. Right. He was a he was a lawyer for sure. Yeah. And he Charles Schultz encouraged him to to go out and be a cartoonist. Okay. And he kind of said, "Give it a whirl." So. He gave it a whirl, and he did, and he gave it a whirl, and he's doing I mean incredibly well. Yeah, I still love, you know, yeah. Jeff the Cyclist. He's always oh, like he's super actually, buffed. I think his cartoons are better now because Stefan's so in, intelligent and he, the doomsday that we're all feeling, right. he relates so well to that that yeah. he's just articulating it in such a funny way. He tells good stories and mm-hmm. I think his own life, you've seen some of the changes he's been through yeah. and how those appear in the narrative. So yeah. Pearls it's, Before Swine. I was telling him, I think his strip is probably the best it's ever been. It's yeah. fantastic. It's a good one. Yeah. It's good. I'm glad. I'm actually glad our local papers still run the comics yes. because I'm, I'm glad we still have local papers. Right. In Sonoma County, we have the Press Democrat here in right. Sonoma Valley. We have the Sonoma Index Tribune. Yeah, we're very lucky. Both owned by the same company, uh, but they're, they're fantastic. Yeah, so. we're very lucky to have that because journalism is, you know, if you don't have a journalist seeing the power shifts, there's right. no nobody telling the real stories or That's the right. stories that we should be told. Or yeah. paying attention. Yeah. If you don't have someone paying attention to something as mundane as the school board yeah. or the city council, yeah. it's people got to pay attention. And then the comics can uh, bring either levity or insight or both. Yes. To it there. Yes. Um, have there been other artists that have kind of spun out or come to visit the Schultz Museum? Like maybe do you bring in artists for certain days where they could learn how to do stuff? So we we always have, every second Saturday, we have a cartoonist come in. So we always have. But we had, okay. so, so people who have four-year-olds are going to understand this, and people who don't, maybe you won't. But Chris Eliopoulos, who does Xavier Riddle and the Secret Museum, okay, he, he can't, <laughs> right? He It's a PBS. It's on PBS. Oh, okay. And they take, um, like, Billie Jean King or okay. Isaac Newton, whatever. They, they always have these these characters that they have in cartoon mm-hmm. fashion and they have a value. They teach the kids something. That, okay. that. So anyway, it's this cast of characters. But Chris was just here like a week or two ago and Carl Schultz, like his character, it was, mm-hmm. he said, he showed me like I actually drew it over Linus. Like my character, he we had he a, used Linus as his base. Yes, he actually oh. have a video of it of him drawing his character over Linus's head and saying, "Look, I I ripped it off straight." <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think? A cartoonist would see that as like that's bad, or is that an homage? Like you? Oh no, it's an homage for sure. Okay. Oh no, anytime anybody steals anything from me, I think it's awesome. Right. Right. Like no, of course it's It's, a it's a compliment. Everything's based on something else. Yeah, it's a compliment. That's that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, Before we go into the next section here, where you help me answer questions. Oh yes, that's right. Right. Um, How do people, if they want to access the museum, how do they get there? How do they find out more information? What's what's that stuff? Sure. Lots of different ways. Um, our website, schultzmuseum.org, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
Schultz Museum is easy Good. to find. And our social media is great. So if you just want to do social media, you can certainly just, go that just way. follow us. You can get emails from us. Um, we do all kinds of things. So it's it's fun to stay in touch with us. Or you can be a member. Oh, and okay. then we have these this fancy member page, and you can get all kinds of material that you can't get online. The secret member page. The secret okay. member page. I like that. Yeah. And then... Um, I'll and do, parties, actually. Because you also have, it's not exactly part of the museum, but adjacent to it is the ice rink. Yeah. Snoopy's Home Ice. Yes. That was there. It was, he, Charles Schultz didn't build it. it was yes, there, he right? did. Oh, he built it. His first wife built it in 50 years ago, 1969. It. <clears throat> and it was rated one of the top ice skating it, rinks yes, around. And yes, it's really funny because yes. uh, we don't, for people who don't know, it actually never really freezes up here. So, so, but he was from Minneapolis, St. Paul, where people can flood their backyards. Yes, and he did. And he did. Yeah. He used to skate in his backyard. So instead yeah. he built the, uh, the ice, ice rink. Arena. Yeah, it was called the Empire. So Redwood Empire Ice Arena because we had a lot of redwood trees back then. Yes. It wasn't called the wine country at that time. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? That was an early tourism shtick. Yes, where it they was. Planted, and you, they planted all these redwoods along Highway 101. Yes. Um, uh, basically from the Marin County line all the way up. Yes. And it was beautiful. The redwoods weren't always exactly native to that area. more oak woodlands, but now we're splitting hairs, right? So yeah, it was the Redwood Empire. Yeah, Road Empire. It was for a moment in time when Charles Schultz built the ice arena in the ni- yeah. in 1969. Right. Um, he did that, and he built a Warm Puppy Cafe, which is a cafe you can look at the ice skaters with. I love the Warm Puppy with. Cafe. Right? And his table's there, right? And his table is still reserved for him there. Yeah, I love he, that. Because that was his favorite place to be. So he would get up in the morning and go ice skating. Sometimes. Oh yeah, he, then, he played yeah. hockey till all. He skated the day I believe he skated the day he passed away. Really? Actually, yeah. Well, you guys host the um, the senior hockey yes, tournament. Yes, World C- Snoopy Senior World Hockey <laughs> Tournament. You know, I used to run the ice arena just for three and a half years. Right. Right. So um, I love the ice arena a oh. lot, um, but I also love his art. And so yeah. when I got the opportunity to go to the museum, back to the museum, I right. I had to think long and hard because there's a real community at the ice arena. There I mean, is. There's you, like dedicated people. Yes, and it's a. It's, so if you ever want to know any. Buddy, just hang yeah. out there, start skating, play hockey. Yeah, no, I, I love watching it there. And then yeah. I should also pitch, even though it's not part of your organization, just to the north of you, I believe, is the Children's Museum of Sonoma County. Yes. Uh, and it's neat that you kind of have this like cultural section of Santa Rosa. Called an arts corridor. The arts corridor. Yes. Oh, good. Yes. Thank you. The AC. Yes. Turn the AC on. The Turn arts the AC corridor. On. It's fun. <laughs> Go to that. Yeah, we have something for everybody, right? All right, you ready? Yeah. This is the part where the guest comes and helps us answer what we call We Get Questions. (laughs) We don't have music yet, but if you do you play an instrument, maybe you could uh, play piano. I only do karaoke when I'm drunk. It's really not good. That'll be, when we're, when we're really trying to figure out more podcast guests, I'll just get a bunch of whiskey and beer and invite everyone <laughs> to a karaoke just night. Ask me right back. Yeah, um, so, yeah. so everyone knows we get questions. We have two visitor centers. We have Facebook, Instagram, email, text messages. People ask us questions about things to see or do in and around Sonoma Valley. Right. So, Good. you know, Sonoma Valley is kind of a loose term here. It's a, it's a mindset. So everything we say doesn't yes. have to be okay. like in Sonoma Valley. Okay. I know you live in Santa Rosa, which just so everyone yes. knows, Santa Rosa is at the northern end of Sonoma Valley. Yes. Um, technically, the watershed is the Santa Rosa Plain. Yes. <laughs> and the, the Laguna yeah, de the Santa Laguna Rosa. Yeah, the Laguna de Santa Rosa. Beautiful. Which, if you have a kayak. Yes. And when, after it rains, you it's cool. You can yes. legally uh, go to Laguna. And even if it's like a, a cow pasture, if it's underwater, you it's can actually kayak. my uncle's cow pasture. For real? Yeah. Is he really out is. there? No, I mean, my, his cows are out there sometimes. Really? Yeah. And there's like blueberry bushes. <laughs> there's, there's all, all sorts of, of stuff out there. there. Laguna's cool, but yeah, so that's... So we're going to say it's part of Santa Rosa and Sonoma Valley. Here's one of the questions we get. Gina, are you ready to answer? Yes. Yeah. I want breakfast. 
where's a place that the locals go? Okay. I would say Dirk's um, yes. Midtown is so good. 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 Um, good coffee, too. Yeah. Um, I also like Jeffrey's. Okay. Um, their Over hash the is amazing. Good. Um, I love breakfast, but I also like to go out to the coast for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Um, but then we end up there at lunch. So we actually, it's actually not <laughs> start, breakfast start anymore. We end up getting, out. we end up going to Spud Point um, All right, at the Fisherman's Cove where okay, they good. have amazing like crab Nothing salad, crab, crab nachos Nothing wrong with chowder for, for breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> Go ahead. It starts at 11 though. So you have to you be kind well. of, you have to wake yeah. up late for that. That's yeah. fine. You can yeah. do that. Okay. That's good. I like those options. Yeah. Dirks, which is, uh, it's funny because it's spelled D-I-E-R-K. Mm-hmm. Um, they have these pull apart, these bread pull apart cinnamon mm. delicious things. Yes. I forgot what they're called. They're so good. Yes. It's a great place for coffee. And you're yes. right. It's good. It's a good place. Okay. I'm thinking also, now that I think about it, now that one you of my new it, favorite places is Sarmentine, which is Where's a French that? bakery and it's at the corner of Highway Twelve and Mission Boulevard. Okay. In Rincon Valley esque. So if you're coming into Santa Rosa, it's yeah. almost before you get to uh, Farmer's Lane. Okay. And it is Incredible French bakery. Really? Yeah. You like should pastry, go, like, like go croissants. Early. The yes. croissant. And the, the croissant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I just learned a new word this week. It was what called croquembouche. Which oh, yeah, croquembouche. Croquembouche. Did what? I say it right? I don't know. Croquembouche. Um, <laughs> I think we're adding like this Dutch I think vulgarity I'm doing something to the French. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. But anyway. So yeah, those are little balls that are have cust- that have um, caramel on them, and they're stuck mm. together like oh yeah, they're like a tree, and you Probably can just very healthy, delicious, totally healthy. Well, these French people are very healthy. They actually are because they just have a little bit. They do, and then they, they walk everywhere, and they yeah, and they smoke their galois, like, and, and they <sighs> have great coffee. I think do. maybe that fixes everything. Maybe that's the secret. I think that okay, I like that. So those are good breakfast options. Yeah. thank you. I like that. Sure. I'll say some here in Sonoma Valley include Les Pascal's is a French. Uh, it's French. It's in Glenelg. Pascal and Pascal and mm. I can't you can't hear the difference one is a Pascal male who's married to Pascal female and hence Les Pascals uh, and it's a great French bakery in Glen Ellen um, I also like here Sunflower Cafe in Sonoma right on the plaza you can go there um, and you know when you're in a hurry okay when you're in a hurry just go to Sonoma Market they have like burrito oh good <laughs> you know yeah. so if you want to go like they have a little deli section or something like that which is kind of it's not a sit down breakfast but that's like yeah. you're grabbing something some sustenance before you head up to the Charles Schultz Museum yes and then you head out yeah. to the coast okay yeah. no that's good I have one more because my daughter Let's works there so oh. sorry to plug oh yeah she works at Girl in the Fig so oh she does mm-hmm. she she's, does she's a hostess yep. here in town yeah in Sonoma I'll go she drives all the way. Good for her from Santa Rosa to Sonoma. I probably just pass her on the way. Big, right? Saturday night she'll be there. Okay, Emma, good for her. Say girl. hi, Emma. Hey, Emma. She'll say, She's like, oh my gosh, mom, you're so embarrassing me. It's probably true. Emma's the one who got you the job then. She is the one. Good job. Emma. She's one of the. I have two daughters, and she okay, is the one who got me the job. Yeah. So, and the girl in the fig is right on the corner of First uh, Street West and Spain Street here in Sonoma, right on the plaza. A classic, lovely place. They have really cool art right now. Yeah. So and get reservations because yeah, it's, hard. it's hard to get yeah. get in. Yeah. Well, on lunch sometimes you can walk in, but then you won't see Emma because yeah, right. She's there at night. So there but you go. if you do see Emma, tell her mom said hi. <laughs> Call your mother, Emma. Stop just texting emojis. Let her know what you do are doing. Um, here's a good question about shopping. Are there any good places to go antiquing? 
antiquing. Yes. Are you an antique? Like this is. I'm not an antiquer, but yeah. I know somebody who okay. has a great store. Where? Where do they um, Whistle Stop Antiques in downtown oh, yeah. in Rowood okay. Square in Santa Rosa. Okay. And Dee Richardson has probably. Uh, I think she started Santa Rosa. And she's just so involved. <laughs> she she's super back when involved. it was new, new furniture. She's just amazing. And so they they do carriage rights. They have a whole. They do a lot of things right. in that square. Right. So anyway, I just think that's the only one I really know of. Okay. Okay. So. That's a good spot. No, and that's a good one. Other people, uh, Highway 116 between Petaluma and Sebastopol, there's sort of like antique row. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some uh, like artifact, which is here in town of Sonoma, isn't antiques per se, but it's kind of like objects that are sort of antique if that makes sense. Um, and then you'll find some um, south of Petaluma and south of Sonoma. There's some antique spots there. So, yeah, it's a good spot. Um, I want to see some art galleries and studios. I want some art. I mean, if I want to see some art, where should I go first? Well, I mean, you should Schultz come to the Shoals Museum. Yeah, of course. Of course. Jeez. But there's some great artists in Sonoma County, my goodness. Right. Um, yeah. Hillsburg's got some, A lot of artists up there. Yeah, the some galleries yeah, yeah. up there. You can just walk around the square yep. and go there. All, Grayton, there's a great little spot in Grayton that I love that's good. right next to uh, Willowwood, which has uh-huh. got a great breakfast. Oh, good breakfast, Willowwood. Oh, great and then, breakfast. And then across the street for dinner is the other one, Underwood. Yeah. Yes, Underwood that's and Willowwood, good. yes. Yeah, those are good spots. Those are Grayton. That's worth going to okay okay um and this just stop next door have breakfast at willowwood okay. and then go next door to the i wish i knew the name of that mm-hmm. little art gallery but we go there all the time okay. a lot of local artists and they're really good well that, since Grayton's uh, only a block long right you you're won't okay. miss it you won't miss it <laughs> i also um have you been to fulton crossing up there yeah, off river road sure. fulton? that's a good spot yeah. um north of santa rosa um we do have here the sonoma arts guild uh and the sonoma community center and there's a couple different little galleries and shops around the plaza that you can see stuff. Everything from, you know, a lot of people paint um, landscapes, mm-hmm. right? We have the Plain Air Festival. It's here in the uh, in the fall. Oh, I gotta um, come see that. Oh, it's really fun. That I cool. love it. Um, but there are. It, it is. You're right. There is a lot of art up here. And there's a lot of stuff. artists drawn to this area for sure. Of course. Yeah. Um, here's a question: How long will the mustard last? <laughs> So just so everyone knows, mustard is not uh, like French's or, or a grape coupon. Uh, in Northern California, we say mustard. It's actually a cover crop or, or a yellow flower that oftentimes is planted between the vines, but also in fields. It both protects the soil from rain. Uh, it also provides, I believe it's a nitrogen fixer, because I think it's a legume, so it puts nitrogen back in the soil. Uh, and it's beautiful. It's yellow. It's very beautiful. And I, my joke, and it's, I mean, it's, you know spring has arrived when the mustard girl is there. There's always a young woman taking photos, now in the age of Instagram, yes. in a field of mustard. Yes. And you're driving down the highway, yes. and you see a car pulled over. Yes. Odds are it's that. So um, the hard part is how long will the mustard last? It's sort of the same question we get, like, when does harvest start? Right. Right. It depends on the plant. We don't have control over that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the weather. And the weather. So typically the mustard will be here. It's it's definitely here now. Yes. It's not peak mustard, but we're getting there. But it will definitely peter out once you get a couple days that are about 80 degrees. And that might be fast. So just. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You never know. You never know when it's going to happen. But uh, how about this on related to that one? What's a good place to go hiking? I love to hike. Where do you go? Um, Sugarloaf which is in the Valley of the Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just went to Jack London State Park and checked out a typewriter, you know, from the 1920s. Oh, they you did? Little, oh, in, in the... They um, have their little m- museum there for Jack right. London, which was amazing, because my kids, I'm like, do you know what that is? That's a typewriter. Yeah, you can see his actual, where he was working. And yeah, his, it's really And it's also his wife, Charmian. Charmian. Yeah, Charmaine. She was yeah. a fancy lady. Yeah. Um, 
and it's just nice around there but mm-hmm. there's so much hiking um i also think jenner has oh, a yeah. great which you overlooking you, the coast if you go to the coast you got to go past jenner north of jenner and just keep looking until you can turn right into and i don't know the name of it but it's jenner headlands yeah and go to the top of that hill it's like probably a 20 minute hike and uh, you can see down the coast it's funny because so everyone beautiful. big sur is famous for that view mm. but we have it in jenner but it's very it's 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 off the beaten path. Right, you have uh, to know. Very about rugged it. cliffs, beautiful. The waves are stunning. There's rocks out there. It's Sometimes gorgeous. you can see whales migrating back and forth yeah. and stuff like that. It's but, beautiful. But you you pass that test without a problem. Oh my gosh! I, well, you're so easy. Look at that. Boom. So easy. I want to cover a few things that are coming up in Cinema and Cinema Valley. One of which it's called. This is interesting. Peanuts in publication. And it's at the Charles M. Schultz Museum. Uh, I think it starts on March 25th, maybe. Um, I'll read it. You can correct me. Celebrate the new Peanuts books. Snoopy soars to space and adventures with Linus and friends. I think it's two different books. Yes, yes, yes. Join the creative team responsible for bringing Peanuts to the pages, including editorial director Lex Fajardo. Yes, and artist Robert Pope mm-hmm. learn how they adopted the classic comics into these new publications in this live presentation followed by a book signing. That's right. Okay, so this is like you did. You bring in actual artists. Yes. And normal people can just meet them. Yo, Yo, yes, people. all the yeah, all the time. Okay, all That's the time. March twenty. So there's two new books. Are they are they books currently out? They're books that are coming out from Penis Worldwide, and <laughs> okay. yes, they are the artists that created. Um, so it's like a you know graphic novel. Type how of did, when you guys had that Peanuts movie that came out about mm-hmm. so 2015? Okay. Yeah, it was seven years ago. <sighs> so, I know, that seemed like yesterday, but so we've been through a lot. The artists, um, artists kind of look at the way the comic strips are written and they adapt that, right? But they put their own, because it wasn't, obviously, Schultz himself didn't do <gasps> right, it, so they took his work exactly. and kind of adapted they it. They spent a lot. So Charles Schultz had enough power in the 1970s to say, I'm going to gather a group of people who are going to sort of like make sure my art doesn't, you don't change Snoopy mm-hmm. into something mm-hmm. that looks like Mickey Mouse. You know, Got it. Like, that he wanted to protect his art and mm-hmm. keep it that way. So he has, it's called Creative Associates and they have, they, there's people who, they look at stuff from all over the world and you know, I think it's 75 countries, 25 mm-hmm. languages. I mean, Peanuts is all over the right, world. Right, it's big. It, and people relate to it, right? right. So, so um, yes, Charles Schultz only drew the strip. He did not allow anybody to touch it. Okay. Um, however, he did allow them to do animation. He didn't do that. Uh, he couldn't okay. do all these things right. himself, but he was sort of a, ta- and a part of okay. a little bit. But um, yes, so graphic novels, comic books, not Got comic okay. strips okay. were things he would allow other people to kind of to do, do based on his but art. Based on his storylines, they're very, very careful to keep it okay. to. Okay, that makes sense. And the new Snoopy show that's on Apple TV Plus, that is all. There's some new animation that's oh, okay. out. If you if you're an Apple, got it. I'm I'm, I'm losing track of the streaming services that my kids are begging me to buy. Yes, so many of them. There's so many. Death by a thousand eleven ninety nine monthly. That's cost. right. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's another one. It's actually also at the Charles Schultz Museum. It's called Popeye the Sailor Man Animation Celebration. It's in April first. I think it's a Saturday this year. Have fun with a special screening of newly restored original Popeye the Sailor Man. Fleischer cartoons in high definition. Join animation historians and special guest Jane Fleischer Reed for a discussion in Q and A. That's cool. cool. And Popeye, Popeye wasn't always uh, suitable for kids. He, I guess, had some words when he first came out. He was a little rougher. 
a little well, sailory. I like. Well, but he, yeah, he, he remained the sail. He got his tattoo. He kept it <laughs> through the years. He did. Yeah, but Charles Schultz actually loved Popeye, and he oh, really? grew up drawing Popeye. So yeah, so it's a, it's appropriate. That's a good one. Uh, also coming up in in a March Pliny the younger release, March twenty fourth to April sixth. This is a special beer that's made by a beer called Russian River Brewing Company. They have spots both in Santa Rosa and in Windsor, uh, but you can actually get the beer sometimes in Sonoma. So yes. basically, the Pliny was already released. And so here's the deal. Pliny the Younger is a special beer. People line up for it. Yes, they do. They fly from all over. And Natalie and Vinny run the one the brewery, uh, and they used to release it in February. And that was the Harbinger of Rain. So people would come, and they would line up, and it would pour buckets. And after all the things have happened, they moved it back to March. But this past week, they've released it secretly in a few places, like Hot Monk Sonoma. And that's amazing. It's right there. That's so he, Tim knows all the stuff. <laughs> so I'm glad I was here today. There's a couple of places you can still find it. Uh, but it'll also be coming back March 24th at their breweries up there. That's great. And then yeah, in Windsor, uh, in Windsor, and the Santa Rosa one, and Santa Rosa, and the Santa Rosa one. I think is closest to the Schultz Museum, I hear. So either way. Probably equally distant. They maybe. probably are. I don't yeah. know. Um, California Artisan Cheese Festival is coming up March mm. 24th through 26th. So if you like cheese, which is, you know, milk oh that they spoil, but it then tastes good, yes. then come to it. Cheese is from all over. Yum. I had Shauna Davis, a chef, on here a couple weeks ago. She has a new butter book, but she's a cheese maker. It's, it's, she's talking about how, mm, how many cheeses we have up here. A lot. They're That's really amazing. Good. We're so yeah. lucky. Yeah. And it's, it's good stuff there. Um, final event coming up, uh, Shuffleboard Sundays. Shuffleboard's back, kids. So Abbott's Passage Winery is in Glen Ellen. Uh, they have a really good coffee scene there, actually. They have a chef action going on there. But they also have the first Sunday of each month a special Shuffleboard Social amongst the old vines. So $20 a person gets you a glass of wine and open play on the shuffleboard courts for two hours. Do you know how to play shuffleboard? No, I think, isn't that, you're supposed to be on a cruise ship? I don't know when you do that, but I think it's cool. I'd like to do that and drink coffee. Yeah, yeah. I think last time I played shuffleboard, um, I was visiting my grandparents in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yes. Yes. That's it. And It's It's a Florida thing. It's like a Seinfeld, like Del Boca (laughs) Raton or whatever. Yeah, that's... (laughs) That's what I feel like. But um, yeah, and you can show up there in Abbott's Passage, really good winery. Uh, it's the same family that has uh, Gunlock Bunchu. So good wine, good Pinot, good stuff like that. You know a bunch of wine people because you grew up here. I you did. Probably went, you probably hung out with all the wine people. I did. My father-in-law um, was the um, senior vice president of Sutter Home. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And Corbell. They made one or two bottles. Corbell for a while. They've made a few <laughs> bottles. Um, they have some. of points in, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really? And he's at Corbell, too? Okay. He was before Got he it. went to Sutter Home. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So that's a, there are, you know, more than 500 or more than 600 wineries probably in the county. Uh, anything from large ones like you said, like Corbell or Kendall Jackson and Gallo to, you know, it could be like Gina's Backyard Wine. It could be yeah. just like five gallons. And yes. uh, yeah. My sister makes her own wine. It's fabulous. Really? Is, mm-hmm. she, is she like a winemaker or is she a garagiste? Like she makes her own. She just like, does her own thing. Really? And she brings it over? She, she gave you, it to me for Christmas. It and was it was great. Good? My husband started drinking. I was like, wait, when do I get some? So anyway. So that's actually nice of you to actually say on the record yeah. that your sister's wine was good. It and, was. It and, was really good. On, okay. No, she's... I've gotten some homemade stuff well, before. Yeah. If I gave it, don't, don't drink my wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, this is really good. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Because, you know, anyone can make wine. You just put grapes in a bucket and put it in the garage where it's warm and it will actually turn to wine. It will be awful. But technically it'll ferment. Nobody That's, wants that. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Um, Gina, you've been wonderful. 
It was fun, too. Thanks thanks for coming on here. Uh, I just want to remember, if people want to get more information about the Schultz Museum, how do they find out about you guys? Um, Go on to Instagram, Schultz Museum, or you can go on our website at schultzmuseum.org, and we'll be right there for you. Call us. We We answer the phone. Live. Right away. Live. <laughs> Hello, this is Gina. <laughs> Hi, you can actually, on the website, you can call me directly. If you I want. love it. All right, great. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so much for coming. And for everybody else uh, that's listening, uh, please remember to subscribe, comment, tell your friends. It's the Sonoma Spiel. We love to have you. Everybody have a great day. Thanks. Thanks.